I beg your pardon, but who are you two? And who is this doctor? Ah, yes, how rude of me. I am called the Harbinger, and my young friend here is the patron. And you've come along just in time to save our lives. We are in your debt. Patron, can you begin to extract my TARDIS from this situation? I already started. I figured you wouldn't want to stay here too long. Excellent. Ah, it appears that we're salvageable. Anyway, Rima RXS, to answer your second question, the doctor is the one who stranded us here and left us to die. You see, we had a bit of an ideological difference. That's putting it mildly. What happened? Well, I wanted to protect the universe, but the doctor wants to see it utterly destroyed. What? You have to help us, Rima RXS. You will help us. Help us kill a Time Lord. It's a small price to pay. Or the Doctor will condemn the universe to unimaginable suffering. He must be stopped. For the sake of every person alive, he must. Alright, we're here. Wait inside until I've made sure it's safe. Are you kidding me? Seeing the universe was the reason I came with you in the first place. Your police box is pretty impressive, but that'd be like driving a Ferrari to Monte Carlo just to sit in the parking garage. I'm just trying to look out for your well-being. Don't worry, I'm more than capable of running in terror when the need arises. Where are we, anyway? The ship that was sitting on the planet? Yes. The construction is familiar. Uh, let me see. Yeah, sounds very similar to Luna Titanium, but it sounds like it was of a variety manufactured in the galaxy of unbridled terror. You're making that up. Just some levity to lighten the mood, but I do think I know where it came from. Let's have a look at the bridge. Okay, so who made this thing? If my suspicions are correct, this is a Rima ship. Species or subdivision of the human race? Oh, definitely alien. Humanoid, though. Blue skin, insectoid eyes, vertical slit for a mouth. A bit like an insect's head on a human body. That bugs me. Humor is not your forte, my dear. Anyway, the Rima are a peaceful race. Probably to a fault. All they really want to do is explore. They're compelled to know the unknown, regardless of the danger. That sounds a bit like you. Oh, believe me. I'm not a fan of danger wouldn't be here unless I had to be. And where is here, exactly? I'm a little fuzzy on the details. Ah, here we are. <clears throat> the bridge. According to protocol, the captain remains on board to make sure someone survives to send the information the crew gathered back to the home world. There's no one here. I can see that. This is very distressing. Do you think someone raided the ship? I doubt it. There's probably not another living soul for half a million light years. We're in the middle of the Eridanus Supervoid, the largest empty space in the universe. If it's so empty, what are the Rima doing here? Learning. What else? Come on, we'd better see if they tried entering the other ship. Wait for me! No. You should go back to the TARDIS. You already said that. I already said no. Let's move on. It could be very dangerous. You know what else is dangerous? Being trapped in a police box for the rest of my life because the guy I tagged along with brought me to the emptiest place in the universe and then died because I wasn't there to keep him safe. I've been keeping myself safe for a lot longer than you can imagine. A few thousand years, I know. I heard what Edgar Casey said. 
He also said you don't usually travel alone. It doesn't hurt to have an extra set of eyes. But... We're wasting time. Want me to take the lead? <sighs> oh, very well. Come along if you must. The airlock should be one of these doors. How are you doing over there, patron? Uh, getting out of this black hole is going to take some time. I suppose I can coax you into being patient. I'm sorry, my young friend. It's just that we've been given a second chance. This TARDIS, my TARDIS, is alive and well. Isn't it glorious? Pretty glorious, yeah. There's a lot of work to do. Just relax. <clears throat> I don't mean to interrupt. Why not? Even the Harbinger's interrupting. What's one more? Patron, don't be rude to our guests. They saved our lives. Okay, fine. What do you want? Could you explain exactly what's going on here? What are you two doing? I mean, I understand the part about saving the universe, but from what exactly? It is a long story. Well, we've got time, and we love a good story. Oh, yeah. yes, you're members of the Rima species, aren't you? I'd expect nothing less from you. Well, my friends, our goal here is nothing short of preventing the heat death of the universe. Heat death? Do you mean the victory of entropy at the end of time? Exactly. The Patron and I were working to keep the universe from entering the Degenerate Era, where star formation ceases entirely and the universe goes black forever. Without being quite as melodramatic about it, eventually the matter in the universe would become so dilute that stars would quit forming and the only thing left would be stellar remnants like black holes and neutron stars. Yes, we are familiar with the evolutionary theory of the universe. Regardless of what you might know, it was so much worse than anyone could have imagined. The stars were dying by the millions. What few civilizations remained would tear each other apart, fighting for the last systems with viable planets. I saw it myself. Armies would swoop out of the sky and boil away cities and people just so they could claim planets around decaying white dwarves. They'd settle the worlds, and their settlements immediately cannibalized themselves. They had no food, no water, no shelter. What few stars were left didn't give enough light to the planets that orbited them, and those planets were becoming fewer and fewer themselves. No matter how hard they fought, their lives were a hellscape. That's horrible! Children cried to their mothers and then died in their arms from lack of food, or the diseases that swept across the lands. There was no stopping it. No relief. Each century, it would get worse. Then each decade. Then each year, month, day, minute. I could spend the next several lifetimes trying to explain it to you, attempting to convey the sheer horror of it all. But alas, unless you see it, you could never truly understand. And I would never wish upon anyone to see what we saw. I worked for years, and finally the solution came to me. We could save them, save everyone, prevent the onset of that era of decay and degeneration. But there was a problem. Oh, you failed? Oh, not by our own fault. Our plan was sound, and we were about to execute it when we were stopped by someone else. I'm guessing you mean that person you called the doctor. To the Doctor, our plan was an abomination. He believed that the chaos of death was the natural order of life. The universe had to die gradually in a beastly state, and stopping this from happening 
would be the worst sort of blasphemy. The man who calls himself Doctor would condemn people, planets, and stars to a slow, painful death instead of doing something to help. How terrible! So the Doctor tricked us. He imprisoned us in this time loop that you found us in, and that's where we stayed until you blundered into us. Thanks, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. With the two of us imprisoned, the Doctor left us for dead and threw this ship, my TARDIS, into a black hole, where he assumed that we would be slowly crushed over the course of a few million years. Oh, um, sorry about that. Hang on. What was that about? It was good news. From the look of it, we're clawing our way back out of the black hole. What sort of ship is this that can even hope to do that? The technology that my people, the Time Lords, possess is truly miraculous. It's the only way the Patriot and I could even dream of saving the universe. So, you two are Time Lords, like your enemy? Indeed. We Time Lords are brilliant and powerful. But the Doctor is a terrible force. But with your help, I am confident that when he arrives, and the Doctor's arrival is an inevitability, we will be able to protect ourselves from his wrath. Here it is, Doctor! Airlock? Which, by the way, why are these Rima people writing in English? Oh, that's just the TARDIS. It uses a telepathic uplink to translate any language for you. That goes for spoken language too, of course. Very convenient. I should say. Watch your fingers. Whoa, hello. Who are you? Uh, wow, Doctor, you weren't kidding. Ah, first contact. I never get tired of seeing it. <clears throat> it's rude to stare. Oh, sorry. Hello, Mr. Rima. Rima have no gender. Just address this individual as Captain. Oh, great, thanks. Do you always withhold important information until after your pals jam their foot directly in their mouth? Will you two quit whispering and tell me who you are and how you got on my ship? Oh, yes. How very rude of us. Sorry. I'm the Doctor, and this is my friend Camille. We're explorers just like you. What are you doing here? Camille! Please excuse my over-enthusiastic friend, but as long as she brought up the question... My crew ventured into this planet to explore, but soon after they entered, I lost contact with them. It's been hours now, and I see no other alternative. I have to go after them. I thought protocol dictated that you had to remain on board in case anything happened to the others. I did. I already sent a subspace transmission to the homeworld, and to be fair, there wasn't much to report. We found the object, then the crew went missing. Now I need to find out what happened to them. I suppose that's reasonable, given the... Doctor, what is it? Maybe the object is falling into the black hole. Maybe. It might be the opposite. I'd best find out. You two wait here. I don't think so. Do you usually order your traveling companions to stay behind? For their own safety. Does it usually work? No. Not going to happen this time, either. I will be coming along as well. My crew is in there somewhere, and I need to know what happened to them. Oh, very well. Seems you're giving me no choice. It's just simpler that way. All right. It looks like the coast is clear. But if I tell you to run, please don't argue with me. At least for a change of pace.
Ugh, Harbinger, I know you're proud of this TARDIS of yours, but it handles like a 25-ton slug. Oh, huh, that's interesting. What is it? Oh, uh, nothing. Hang on. That was not nothing. Well, it might be. Uh, the eye harmony might be, um, unstable. That's not nothing. What do you mean? Well, our tame black hole has been hanging out pretty close to that wild and mean black hole out there for an awfully long time. May have knocked the eye off its proper rotational axis, throwing it out of alignment. You'd better go have a look. I'm gonna go have a look. Try not to start poking at the console and getting me blown up. One moment, please. Now, my Rima friends, if you're interested in helping us saving the universe, I have a favor to ask of you. Could you accompany the patron to the Eye of Harmony and assist him in any way he requires? Oh, come on, I'll be fine. I'm not a 90-year-old anymore. A few extra sets of eyes and hands never hurt anyone. Fine, whatever. Who wants to come with me? Eh, I'll go, sure. How about you lot? We're in two. Well, six little blue guys helping out is better than no help at all, I guess. Follow me. And for love of all that's seen and holy, don't touch anything without me telling you to. Harbinger, I'll be honest. I'm not entirely comfortable with this situation. If it's just the same to you, I think when Rima BKRK returns with his group, we might return to our own ship and leave. You don't feel my cause is just? It's not that. We, Rima, have one task. Discovery. Generally speaking, we try not to get involved. That's the credo of the Time Lords as well. Always watching, never intervening, even when the suffering becomes too great to bear. You're going against your own people. Indeed I am. That's how much I believe in protecting the universe from its slow demise. And perhaps there is one way I could convince you to do the same. Your undertaking is noble. However, you have to understand... What are you doing? I wanted to show you something. Where are the walls going? My TARDIS is a time machine as well as a spaceship. I want you to see what I saw at the end of the universe. What's going on? Where are we? The planet Nazanani, on the tail edge of the whole Inez galaxy. It orbits one of three white dwarf stars in the whole galaxy still warm enough to heat nearby planets. What are those buildings over there? The last settlement. There are 30, maybe 40 people there. Human, I think. Look at the sky. What? What is that? That star died millions of years ago. Technically, it's still a white dwarf. But as you can see, it's not much brighter than a candle in the middle of a forest. In another 3,000 years, it'll stop glowing altogether. Then this world will be dead, as will those people. And yet, they're still fighting. They don't care that their time has long since run out. This is terrible! I can't... What are those people doing over there? Eating the only thing they could find. But that is one of their own... Yes. It is all they have left. Even the rats are gone. This is what they've been reduced to. Enough! I said enough! You can't bear to face this? I don't want to see anymore! Avert your eyes then, Rima RXS. Close your ears. It won't do you any good. This is the universe's destiny. Every star will wither, 
Every world will freeze. Every sentient being in all of creation will suffer and die, buried in the snow of the very atmosphere that sustained them. Stop it! Are you frightened of the truth? Yes! Yes, okay? Then help me. The universe never has to fall into this state. We can do something about it together. Anything! Just please bring us back to the TARDIS! Really? Anything? Even if we have to fight against the Doctor? Even if we have to kill him! I know you've been particularly unwilling to discuss it, Doctor, but I'd really like to know where we're going. To prevent something terrible from happening. And we're going to get there in a reasonable amount of time? I mean, this thing is the size of a planet. Variable geometry. One of the things you'll learn about the longer you travel with me. So what you're saying is that we're in a ship similar to yours? Yes, as a matter of fact. So have you been here before or something? Yes. A long, long time ago. Now, about you, Captain. What are you doing here? It's an awful long way for anyone to travel, even for a Rima expedition. Basic exploration. No one knew what was out here, so someone had to find out. Personally, I volunteered, because I thought it would be fun to see if the Havlar existed. What's a Havlar? It eats entire galaxies in one bite. They're not much more than fairy tales that long-haul convoy pilots would repeat to each other over the subspace network. Sort of an explanation as to why there aren't any galaxies out here. I always hoped maybe something like it existed somewhere. It's a lot like a humpback whale on Earth, except instead of filtering prey out of water using its baleen, the Havlar swallows entire galaxies and traps the stars inside its mouth, expelling the planets, comets, and anything else too small to stay inside. Wow, that's some fairy tale. Fairy tale? Yes. That's my crew. Come on. It's the console room. Not very heavily fortified at the moment. Maybe the sonic screwdriver can open it. All I require from you is your assistance, Rima Arexis. I hope it will never come to violence. How could we live with ourselves if we let what we saw happen? I must be completely honest with you if you are to trust me. In truth, we never left the TARDIS. This was a recording for my own trip to the end of the universe. However, it was not embellished in any way. My tour of Nazanani broke my heart. I know seeing the end of the universe can be difficult, but I need your help, and it seemed the easiest way to clear your doubts. Doctor, how entirely unexpected. Captain! What are you doing, RXS? Where are the others? I see we're too late. Too late for what? My friend, we've been expecting you. You certainly have your dramatic timing down to an art form, but you're right. This time, you're far too late. Oh. Oh my. Now that's interesting. This room is open to space. So it is. Black Hole has punched through the TARDIS. Didn't think that was possible. Still, nothing to worry about. Yet. Come on in, everyone. It's perfectly safe. Thanks to the TARDIS, the gravitational pull of the black hole is held in check. You won't even feel its effects unless you blunder the event horizon like an idiot. As a result, 
The photons are skimming right across the surface and right back at our eyes. It's the mirrored surface. If you say so. <sighs> well, since I'm here, might as well check on things like I promised. The Eye Harmony is also a black hole. It's in a chamber directly below this room. See the seam in the floor? I could open it up and show you, but generally speaking, that just screw up causality or kill you. Maybe both. Well then, please don't. As you wish. Well, looks like the Eye Harmony is just fine. Another few months and the Eye probably would have bonded with the black hole. About close calls, huh? So we're in good shape? Why'd the alarm sound then? Oh, you let me worry about that. <sighs> Sorry. Bad day. Or good day, depending on your point of view. Look, things are about to get hectic on the bridge. Why don't you stay here and keep an eye on things? If anything changes other than the slow retreat of that event horizon, use the console by the door to contact me. And remember, don't touch anything or else. And by or else, I of course mean you'll kill us all. What's going on in here, Harbinger? I've already reactivated my TARDIS. It's emerging from its prison as we speak. Wait, this thing, this entire planet, is a TARDIS? You always did keep clever company. And they're always so much younger than you. Invariably human and usually female. I wonder what that says about you. Enough! What's to stop me from walking over there and undoing all your hard work with a good kick to the dimensional stabilizers? Well, half a dozen Rima, for starters. Don't be ridiculous. The Rima aren't fighters. Really? Perhaps they've found something worth fighting for. Rima RxS, what does he mean? Captain, I'm sorry. We saw something we couldn't ignore. The universe was dying and... And you would take up arms, Rima RxS? You would dare violate the one inviolable rule of our species? What did you really do to them, Harbinger? Did you threaten to kill them if they didn't comply? Are the rest of the Rima XJY's crew your hostages? I didn't threaten them or promise them anything. I simply showed them what I saw and gave them a choice to help me. Rima RxS. Did the Harbinger tell you how he plans on preventing the universe's heat death? Well, no. But... I would think that's a vital piece of information you left out. Why don't you tell them, Doctor? You're so eager to, after all. You think the Harbinger's trying to save the universe? Quite the contrary. He plans on preventing heat death by stopping the universe from ever making it that far into its evolution. What does that mean, exactly? Instead of letting the universe continue on indefinitely, he plans on destroying it in an instant. What? I'm deadly serious. The Harbinger is the equivalent of an angel of death, euthanizing the universe without anyone's consent or desire. So you're going to destroy the entire universe to keep it from getting too old? What a ridiculous analogy. You humans should at least understand. You euthanize your own dying. Death with dignity, you call it. I am merely doing the same thing. It's the greatest mercy. Think of it. The misery, the torment, all of it completely unnecessary. How is it such a terrible thing to prevent suffering? Humans have begun to grasp that concept. Such a pity that the Doctor, a fellow Time Lord, is so unevolved. Ah, now I see. So you're both Time Lords. 
Only one of you is a benevolent hobo, and the other is a raving lunatic. Doctor, honestly, don't you think filling me in on this beforehand would have been useful? Did you think I wouldn't want to help save the entire universe? Maybe this so-called great savior of creation was too embarrassed to show you his merciless nature. You don't understand, Doctor. He showed us the end of all things. He has hidden nothing from us. After what I saw, I couldn't live with myself if I let it go unchecked. After that, I don't even care how the Harbinger stops it from happening. We would be monsters to let it happen at all. You see, Doctor, I only showed them the truth. Your inaction is the greatest crime. You dare to condemn untold numbers across the cosmos to suffering just because it's the natural order? You think you're so much different than the Time Lords, so much better. You're just as timid and complacent as the rest. Harbinger, I- No! Now I have work to do. Arima RXS, please escort our guests to the brig. Hey! Get away from me! Let go! I order you to stop. I am your captain. I'm sorry, Captain. You'll understand one day. Let me go! It won't do any good, Captain. Just let them take us. Camille, don't resist. Doctor! Are you serious? Yes. Right now, there is no point in putting up a fight. At last the doctor speaks some sense. Well met, Harbinger. But I think you know as well as I that this isn't over. Oh, I'm sure of that. But I don't want or need to kill you if I can just keep you out of the way for a few days. I don't need a few days to plan my next move. I'll see you soon, Harbinger. <laughs> what a predictable man. Oh, patron! You just missed the fun. It was the doctor? The Rima are currently escorting him, his lady of the hour, and our own captain to the prison level. And you didn't hurt them? I didn't have to. The doctor is a very smart man. He's not so foolish as to try and put up a fight. I wonder who the fool is. You sent them all to the same place. If the doctor went willingly, clearly he has a plan. What could they possibly... <laughs> oh, patron. You see something so much clearly in your youth. I'm getting overconfident in my old age. All we really have to do is take the girl and keep her away from the doctor. The Rima captain obviously isn't a concern. A good idea. Let's get his companion out of there. Onward, my young friend. Captain, try to keep yourself calm. How dare you even suggest that? This is mutiny. You'll be okay, I promise. Well, this is pleasant. Doctor, you could have prevented this. Maybe if you had told me, told us actually, what we were getting into when we entered this TARDIS thing, we might have been ready for what we found. I apologize, but... But nothing! All you've thought about since we arrived was how to keep me out of the loop. Well, as you may have gathered, I lead a very dangerous lifestyle. My hope was that I could dissuade you from following me before we ended up in here. You think I didn't figure that out almost immediately? Even the idiots on the radio were basically calling you a walking disaster magnet. It doesn't mean you have to shove away anyone who takes even the slightest interest in your life. <sighs> You've made your point. Good! Now spill the rest so we can make a plan because unless I miss my guess, when the Harbinger dislodges his TARDIS, 
He's going to blow up the universe and probably us along with it. I suppose that makes sense. I hadn't thought about it until now, but I guess destroying the universe implies us as well. <sighs> it's probably best for me to start at the beginning. I met the Harbinger a long time ago. I was traveling with a girl named Ace at the time. Actually, she was a lot like you, Camille. Brilliant and daring? Stubborn and pushy. Thanks. Anyway, the Time Lords have an absurd number of rules about time travel. One of their biggest is a limit on how far into the future we're allowed to go. I've broken that rule on occasion myself. And a few of the times, the Time Lords were very much less than sympathetic. What is the purpose of such a rule? One would think the further one traveled into the future, the less harm one could actually do to the present. The time stream is made of many overlapping knots. One person's future is someone else's past. For once, the Time Lords actually knew what they were talking about. So certain parts of history and the future are off-limits. The end time specifically so. We're likely seeing one of the reasons right now. Knowledge. The wrong kind of knowledge can drive a man, even with the purest of intentions, to vicious insanity. So, when the Harbinger broke this rule and traveled to the end of the universe, the High Council was most displeased with him. He was working in the Science Division at the time, and they stripped him of his position. He continued his work against their wishes, and he began collecting black holes for some sort of experiment that he was planning. He left Gallifrey, the home world of the Time Lords, <clears throat> and took his young ward, the Patron, with him. And his experiment was to destroy the universe? At the time, no one really understood what he was doing. Agents went after him, but none of them ever returned. When that failed, the Time Lords coaxed me into helping. They had a penchant for sending me to do jobs they found distasteful. Plus, I'm sure there's something to be said for plausible deniability if you failed. Perhaps. At any rate, Ace and I arrived and confronted the Harbinger. He was determined against any and all obstacles to give the universe a dignified end. He had built up a massive singularity in the heart of his TARDIS using the black holes he collected and the cannibalized pieces of the Time Lord's TARDISes. So he killed them and assimilated their vessels into his own? He was, and still is, ruthless. What he saw at the end of the universe drove him mad. And... Madness is a point of view, Doctor. Harbinger, come to gloat a little while you wait. No, actually. But I do resent being called mad. You've been to the end of the universe yourself, at least close enough to it. How can you sleep knowing what you are attempting to let happen? How can any of the fools on Gallifrey? You all make me ashamed to call myself a Time Lord. You should be ashamed, but not for the reasons you cited. And what about you, girl? I have a name, you know. You'll still trust this doctor? I've already told you how much suffering he's going to allow at the end of time. But do you know how many people he's killed besides that? I dare say a lot fewer than you. Oh, he hasn't regaled you in those stories, has he? Honestly, it would take lifetimes for him to list his sins. Still, small wonder why he hasn't mentioned that. He still needs your goodwill. He even left the patron and me for dead, you know. Did he tell you what happened back then? Not yet. He can't get a word in edgewise with you around. Well, I'll give you the short version. The doctor broke into one of the secondary control rooms and attempted to wrest control of the TARDIS away from me. 
While he did that, he sent that little gutter snipe ace to incapacitate the patron. Well, she wouldn't have gotten the better of me in a fair fight. And you call me overconfident? The doctor gave her a time loop generator to plug into the main console. As soon as someone pressed any button, it would trap everyone in the room inside a perpetually looping moment in time. Neither of us knew it was there, of course, and soon we were trapped. The doctor took this opportunity to program this TARDIS to fall into a black hole. It's the mass of a galaxy at this point, so if he just blew it up, it'd probably take the whole universe with it. That would certainly be counterproductive. Crushing it into a singularity slowly over the course of a million years was a much better plan. From a certain point of view, yes. Of course, he left the two of us in the console room to die along with it. Knowing that, can you really trust your doctor? Well, let's think about it rationally. The doctor's thousands of years old, so logically you have the ability to live that long as well. Second, you're a nutcase. So with those facts in mind, I doubt you'd have given up on your plan no matter how many thousands of years the Time Lords locked you away in their loony bin on Gaffrelay. Gallifrey. Whatever. Anyway, while I'm certainly not in favor of killing anyone, can you look me in the eye and tell me you left the Doctor with a choice? He could have joined me. You might think you're doing the universe a great service, but you're just a nihilist with way too much power. This is getting boring. Clearly you're not changing your mind, Harbinger. Let me just take the girl. Take me where? We decided that you being near the doctor was probably a bad idea. I'm going to separate you two. I'd like to see you try. We can do this the easy way or the hard way. Hmm, I see. You leave us with little choice. Camille, go with him. We'll be okay in here. Yeah? What about me? How do you know I'll be okay wherever it is I'm going? Oh, for the love of... You have my word. The word of a Time Lord still means something to the universe at large, doesn't it? Actually. You're right, you're right. Answer that. Alright, let's get going. Don't worry, Camille. I promise you'll be okay. In the interest of fairness, Camille, I promise the same thing. I have no interest in unnecessary bloodshed. That would be funny if it weren't so sad. Come on. <sighs> she better be in good health the next time I see her. I hate to be morbid, but the chances of you seeing her again are very slim. Oh? Firing squad? Guillotine? One of those long, drawn-out, the most dangerous game montages where you hand off rifles to the Rima and let me loose in the TARDIS? I'm not going to kill you. I want you alive, right up to the point when I save the universe. Every minute you sit in this cell, staring at the walls, you die a little bit more inside, knowing there's nothing you can do. That's my victory over you, Doctor. I don't want or need to kill you. I just want to humble you a little bit. And when the universe has been saved from its dismal fate, you'll be there to lose. I suppose. And we'll both be dead, of course. Ah, uh, <laughs> I guess that's another facet of my victory. How many villains have you silenced over the eons? I'll get to be the man who stops your reign of terror once and for all. Nothing to say? How disappointing. Well, I've got to supervise the resurrection of my TARDIS. Enjoy your final hours. I apologize for gloating, but seeing you in there just brings out the worst in me. Good day, Doctor. Ugh. <sighs>
completely solid. Doctor, is there anything we can do? Well, your crew took most of my possessions, so I can't just open the cell door if that's what you mean. But I don't think we should panic yet. When should we? Well, we still have Camille. She's got a good head on her shoulders. I mean, look at how well she's handling today. Till a few hours ago, she had no idea the universe was such an interesting place. Her species hasn't even set foot on another planet in the solar system yet. I wish I had your optimism. Optimism is a precious commodity that is often undervalued. I just hope my faith in her isn't misplaced. Actually, wait a minute. <laughs> my crew didn't search me too thoroughly because they respect me. They took my tools, but they left me with my collar radio. What good is that? Negotiating with them didn't help before. There were six Rima in there. I have a crew of twelve. Maybe I can get in touch with the others and see where they stand. Clearly, they're not imprisoned with us. Well, it can't hurt to try. Give them a call. This is getting tedious. I don't even know what half of these things mean. Anyone ever hear of a naked singularity shell system? I've heard of each of those words individually. Does that count? No, not really. Huh? What's... the radio's working again. Hello? Let's get away from the event horizon. Hello? Hello? Your captain... Hope you will not. Can save us? Are you in trouble? Hello? Down in the prison level. A man. Doctor here. He able to but we captured. You've been captured? By who? The Harbinger? We'll explain. But hurry! We have to go save the captain. You're probably right, but what about the Harbinger and Patron? What about them? They're not important. We have a duty to our captain, and if those two pink creatures are the ones that did this, who cares what they think anyway? I think we can all get behind that logic. Any idea on how we might find the prison? No, I can't find anything on here. Looks like we'll have to do a little bit of exploring. I'm more than willing to get out of this place. Let's go. Oh, be quiet. I wouldn't have had to shove you if you just walk like a normal human being. You're holding me at gunpoint. What do you expect? Hey, anyone out there? Help! Oh, please. Who'd be out there? The Rima, well, at least a half dozen of them, are unflinchingly loyal to the Harbinger. The doctor's in prison, and I've deadlocked the door. Relax and sit down. Jerk! You probably don't think very highly of me right now, I'm sure. But sit down and we'll have a chat. See how comfy these chairs are? Ah. Are you kidding me? Oh, fine. Let's just cut to the chase. So high strung, first day on the job? Don't remember Ace being so hard to work with. What are you talking about? Look, Harbinger is brilliant. Maybe even more so than the Doctor. But he thinks he's completely incapable of making mistakes. Because of this, it's not really that hard to manipulate him into locking the Doctor in a cell and freeing his companion. Even if she is a nasty Harpy. Excuse me? Close the face for a minute and let me keep going. Anyway, beyond being overconfident, the Harbinger also trusts me implicitly because... 
No. I owe him a lot. He helped me when I was young. Fear I was nothing but loyal until this mess started. When you were young? You're like a teenager. I look like a teenager. Like 150. You act like a teenager too. Yeah, well, I guess I walked into that one. At least the doctor still trusts me. I don't see why he should. You just led me away at gunpoint. What, this? It's a sonic screwdriver. Here, catch. Warn me next time! So I presume you figured out where my loyalties lie? Yeah, sounds like you've turned on your master, though it certainly doesn't look like it. You can think what you like, but we're going to have to work together if we want to stop him. He's reactivated his TARDIS, and with the ridiculous amount of power this thing has, it's not going to take more than a day to drag it out of the black hole. And you expect me to trust you? Just like that? Not really. But if you want to stop the Harbinger from putting the universe down, you'd probably better at least listen to what I have to say. Your choice, Camille. Trust me, or the universe ends today. What if I do trust you and I'm wrong? Then you have an important decision to make, don't you? One that decides the fate of the universe! Bet you weren't expecting a day like this when you woke up, were you? No.